What's up, you big dick bandits? Ooh, fiery. Main man Colbane's here. I'm not even going to introduce anybody tonight because we are celebrating. I need to kick it off with some very important news. (gasps) Riverboat Ron, Ron Rivera, has been fired. Bye-bye. Fucking see you later. See you later, Ronnie boy. I hope you nothing but the worst. All you've done is ruin the NFL for me for the last eight years. So, bye-bye. How many drinks do you think Ron's having tonight? A lot. Ron <laughs> always has a lot of drinks. You see his fucking red nose every yeah. Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> you, you think he's a cocaine cowboy? No, but imagine having Christian McCaffrey. Imagine having sort of that decent defense and leading your team to like what are they at five wins they suck well he's got cam newton's not doing him any favors not playing the best type of cam newton is what he's not playing <laughs> uh welcome to episode 26 of the Halfcock podcast uh with me as always my co-hosts my life partners my baby boys joshua power power man 3000 how you doing josh hey baby i'm doing so well and our not nearly as intoxicated as last week friend, Mr. Versace Jeff Daughtry. How you doing, Jeff? Only half a drink in. Feeling pretty good. <laughs> Just lost 50 bucks in the Raptors, so they could have covered that spread a little better. But hey, can't win them all, so uh, here we are. It always sucks when a game goes to overtime because you feel like the spread is within reach. And then uh, when your team scores two points in overtime, they, that makes it tough. To Miami's 18. Yes. Yeah, it uh, didn't pan out the way we wanted it to. Uh, we are hanging out, chatting, talking shit in Jeff's basement tonight, watching some sports uh, with you as always. Boys, how was the weekend? I want to get some some stories, maybe a quick roundup. Uh, why don't we start with you, Jefferson? Um, it was kind of tame, to be honest. Um, just lay low Friday night, had a little work to do on Saturday. Um, went to the local six mile pub on Saturday nights for half a dozen drinks and some eats with a friend. Uh, we had a good time, had a good laugh. We felt very young in there. It was kind of odd though. It was a little older crowd, but, uh, isn't it nice to feel young once in a while? It was. It was kind of cool though too, right? So it wasn't like Darcy's. I feel like an old fucking perv. So there was a positive there too. It depends what time of day you get to Darcy's though. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. If you show up at 11 on a Wednesday, you're going to feel like a young man as well. Mm, All of the painters and drywallers who work a half day have already come in for their afternoon beer at 1130. Wow. Power Man, how about you? How was the weekend? Had a good time on Friday uh, with a special friend. Saturday uh, had a little birthday shenanigan going on with... Oh, uh, yeah. With our good buddy, the Tupinator. Tupperware uh, Crosby. Yeah, happy birthday, buddy. <laughs> dope name. He's a dope dude. Sounds like a slick cat. Uh, yeah, no, we uh, ended up getting home at 5 o'clock in the morning, as per tradition, <laughs> and uh, was a zombie all day Sunday watching football. Sorry what? to interrupt. Did you just see Ali LaForce, the Clippers courtside reporter? Absolute smoke. Jesus. Think, uh, you can, can we get a rewind on that? Uh-huh. You think Paul George fingered her yet? Wouldn't be surprised. He does have a couple games off for load management. Maybe yeah. that's the, when he's managing his load. It's sure not no personality quiet getting in there. I guarantee that. Uh, Power Man, Saturday night was fun. Yeah, you and I had a couple beers together. I got through my toughest work week of the year. I, I work oh, in yeah. sales, everybody, and that's not a Cheers euphemism that. for drugs at all. I, I work in retail sales. And uh, it Black Friday and the days leading up to it are always the toughest. So Saturday I wanted to uh, loosen up a little, have a couple drinks, but I also knew I wanted to take it easier. I didn't want to get like shit-faced or anything like that. You know, a couple pops. Yeah, a couple like drinks. Like 10 beers? So power, You know what? If I had 10 Coors Lights on a Saturday night, I would be ready to fucking go on a Sunday morning. Yeah, you That's would be. totally fine. 
Power Man and I had three or four beers at Darcy's, and then we went our separate ways. I went home. I I got home at ten, and uh, my lovely girlfriend was sleeping because she had to be Sorry. at work at uh, eight the next morning. So I decided to uh, sample some of the Pink Whitney that Jeff had bought for me. And good, by good. sample, I mean I drank three quarters of the two six. <laughs> Before three o'clock, deciding to go to bed in full spin zone mode. Oh, nice. Um, <clears throat> so that wasn't fun. And then uh, led into a hungover day watching football on Sunday. And sometimes when you're hungover, the best way to get rid of your hangover is to get back on the liquor. Oh. And I'm not really one for back-to-backs. That's not really my M.O., especially in the last couple of years. What? You're giving me a dirty look. Yeah, I think that's total bullshit, yeah, too. Yeah, I... Uh... Uh... <laughs> What? I think we have been a part of the same back-to-back so many times. <laughs> so it's your fault, basically. That's right. I'm a terrible influence. Josh for this. Uh, and then had very little sleep and reported to work for a nice 14-hour day on Monday. And uh, then reported for a long day today. So, boys, if I think I'm... you missed something on Sunday night. What? I heard there's an after-party at the birdcage. Uh, if an after-party means I was home by 10 p.m., then... Oh, these two stories aren't adding up, I guess. I'm hearing contradicting things. Either way, the moral of the story <laughs> is uh, I think I've slept seven hours in the last week. Uh, so if I'm not <laughs> on my A game tonight, you'll know why. Hey, you sound good. You look good. You got good energy. I'm happy you're here. Thank you. Got to make that Christmas money, baby. Somebody's got to do it. Rain on these hoes. So what do we think, boys? Kick it over to some NFL, some Sunday fun day. Ooh. Can we actually start with Thursday, please? Ooh, turkey day. Gobble, gobble, bitch. Holy fuck. I've never seen a better Buffalo Bills game in my short career. That was, uh, well, take, I mean, I guess we can gloss, yeah, we can gloss over the uh, the first, the morning game. Uh, Detroit Bears. Do we have to? Looked exactly like it would. Yeah, who did they have? They literally had a guy named Joe Blow playing quarterback, I'm pretty sure. Something to that effect, yeah. He yeah. actually looked sick. I think his first ever pass was a 74-yard bomb uh, for a TD. You Shit. know, most people wouldn't notice when you mess up just a small word if you didn't go bah, 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 every time you did it. Yeah, but I'm uh, hypercritical of myself. Okay. Welcome to depression. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I'm not. We'd never get a fucking word on this podcast, though. <laughs> That's true. Uh, anyway, that game sucked, but uh, <laughs> Blau looked good. But then, halfway through my workday, one thirty, the best game of the season came. <laughs> oh, in, I came love the energy zone, and uh, I got to watch these Buffalo Bills absolutely embarrass America's team on national television. Apparently, it was the most watched NFL game uh, since like nineteen ninety six. No something, shit, really? Some, hey, something to that effect. Yeah. Did you see Jerry Jones' reaction in the booth? I wasn't paying any attention to him. Mm, fair. He, he gets was enough attention. so toast. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of dope. Uh, <laughs> somehow Jason Garrett still has a job. I don't think he will ever be fired. Um, it's crazy to think that Jason Garrett has been there for 10 years. As no long shit, as eh? I have been graduated from high school and longer, he has been the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I think the Redskins had seven coaches in that time period. <laughs> wow. And for half of it, it was... What's his name? Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden, yeah. Yikes. Uh, anyway, yeah. Josh Allen actually looks good. There's no denying it. He's thrown one interception uh, in, I don't know. Show me a good team that they've throws. beaten. Seriously, yeah. well, like, there, I agree with you. You can't knock the hustle at 8-3. That's a very I w- good record. It's actually 9-3. Thank you. Sorry. Um, as well, the, uh, the Cowboys also have 
or had the highest rated offense in the NFL. Uh, so suck on that. Jeff just gave me the look where uh, Bubbles walks into the trailer when there's the porno being filmed, and he's like, "What the fuck?" The Bills being nine and three—that's filth. Yeah, that is nuts. It's fucking amazing. You think of the teams at ten and two right now, and like, oh, we're just talking about how amazing the league is right now. The top five teams, the Bills are one fucking victory back of that. Yeah, and you know what? You can say what you want, but numbers don't lie. Nine and three is nine and three. Hey, man, you win the games that you can. Yeah. You take what's given to you. Yeah, but it, it, you're not going to get a home playoff game, so you're going to get that given to you. We should make a little... We'll insight. see how it all shakes out. We're going to make a bet here who makes it further, the Saints or the Bills? Well, the Saints are going to have a first-round buy, so they're automatically going to oh, make it through. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, nice thought, though. What if, the, say, the Saints did get a buy, they lost the first actual game, the Bills won a game, and they lost a second? Is that still technically more wins, though? doesn't matter they made it the same distance so there is actually technically a, a technically possible scenario where new england loses out and the bills win out which is probably impossible based on the fact that we have to run into the ravens this weekend right. but uh it's technically possible that we could win our division which is fucking insane the yeah Ra- and isn't the last game of the season against the pats it's against the jets oh, okay so the second to last is against the pats because they have one more against the Pats, right? They do, yeah. And so, so if New England is winning at that point, they're going to rest their starters. Yeah. Possible winning game. And if New England They don't is, do that much, though, either. They don't usually. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, they might give possible. Tom a full game off, right? Yeah. Yeah, Power Man. It's funny. There is actually a, a, a chance. There's a snowball's chance in hell. But there's a chance. Hey, man. I'll take anything that I can get. Jeff, let's talk about your boys. The streaking. Washington Redskins. Two and oh in the last two. Woo! Skins looking absolutely average. <laughs> but a solid average this year. Pretty impressed. They making uh, the playoffs? <laughs> it is possible. Oh, yeah. The Dallas Cowboys lose out. The Eagles also lose out. Reds- Except for a win against the Cowboys. Thank you very much. Redskins win out. <laughs> Fucking uh, win division, baby. Shout out to the Shadow Commissioner for sending us that advanced stat. Thanks, Nasty Nate. Appreciate that. Got my dick moving a little bit. A little excitement in the Redskins locker room, I bet, when the, the boys saw that. But yeah, fucking big weekends for the Skins, man. Darius Geis had 130 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. AP at 100 yards and a touchdown. Haskins still didn't look too, didn't look too pretty. But you know, he looked a you know, one or two percent better than last week, and I think one or two percent better than the last week, week before. So, is this the guys that we've been promised? This is the guys. The real that was 130 yards on 10 carries as well. Jesus That's not fucking. Yeah, just slicing and dicing looked amazing. I saw another funny Redskin uh, stat on Twitter. It said they're paying the team last weekend 47 million dollars. Their salary cap was not playing last weekend. In uh, Alex Smith, Trent Williams, Josh Norman, and Jordan Reed. So what? What is the salary cap in football? Sorry, do you know? Off the top of your head, Bands? No. Ish? No. Okay, we'll say it's half. We'll lie some more. Um, sure, yeah, it's probably about half. About $100 million, we'll say. I think it is like $106 million or yeah, something. Yeah, so I think roughly half the Redskins uh, lineup was not playing, or they're financially half not playing anyway. So um, they look decent oh, against Carolina. The max threshold is 191. 191. So what, 25% of that basically was, you know, not playing, so... Thought it was a good sign for next year. Some Especially dra- when you have a team that's a 50-plus people, right? If you have five guys <laughs> sitting out that make up a quarter of your cap, that's pretty fucked. Yeah. 
actually the Redskins' highest paid defensive back, uh, Josh Norman. They're uh, two and zero without him, so uh, yeah, he's not starting. Too. So yeah, that's a bad contract. The Redskins are notorious for giving really bad free agent con- contracts. Oh, you're right, especially to defensive players. Yes, he's a little past his prime, but uh, yeah, skins look pretty damn good. I'm not gonna lie. Um, a little, a little shaky at the end there. Carolina had an onside kick and had a chance to tie the game up, but. Uh, Skins played some nasty, uh, some defense inside the five-yard line. I was pretty happy. Won a few dollars in the game, too, so big win for the boys. Is that what it takes to get fired in the NFL now, just lose to the Redskins? Pretty, I guess, yeah. eh? You That's lost dope. to the fucking Lonely Skins? You're fucking gone, Rivera. <laughs> That's right. You're a coach killer. Yeah, later. Playing the Packers next weekend, so big upset coming here. Goodbye, Leffler. Yeah, he's, he's toast. Bye-bye. Aaron Rodgers probably get benched after this game, too, so <laughs> here we go. I took the skins minus fourteen and a half points, plus fourteen and a half points for next weekend. So, I that might actually be fair. Yeah, like, let's go, baby. Yeah, we'll put some money down on that today. So we hope the uh, you know Packers by ten. We'll see what happens. Uh, in some important news, the Saints clinched the division on American Thanksgiving against Jeez. the Atlanta Falcons, and they've been doing it without. Alvin Kamara playing amazingly. They've been doing it without Drew Brees playing amazingly. Yeah, no shit. But all of the other guys on the team are coming around. It's uh, That game was, I think we can say for sure, the Taysom Hill game of all Taysom Hill games. He, listen to this. I'm sh- I know you guys watched the game, but yeah, he, he blocked sure. a punt and on the next drive caught a touchdown pass and then two drives later had a 21-yard rushing touchdown. What didn't he do that game? Throw a touchdown pass. Well, he could have, though. Yeah, he could have. I've seen him block. Yeah. I've seen him on kicker turns, playing defense, cover team. Yeah. Um, he's the most well-tooled player in the NFL. Maybe in NFL history, actually. It's pretty amazing. I mean, people are like, I think actually Power Man, no, it wasn't Power Man, sorry. It was our buddy Turk. He said, yeah, but Taysom Hill's a gimmick. It's like, at what point does gimmick turn into, it doesn't matter what he is. If you want to hear a, a great stat about a gimmick? Arguably, people say Odell Beckham's the best receiver in the NFL. Well, Taysom Hill has more receiving touchdowns this year than Odell Beckham, so suck on that, gimmick king. Yeah, um, yeah gimmick king. Taysom Hill has four, Odell has two. Yeah. Double the touchdowns. And then two rushing touchdowns. Man, Dude, fuck. Let's complete go, package. Uh, Saints clinch the division, which is huge for them. Uh, helps with that home field throughout the playoffs. They're going to need to play really well in the next couple games because they have the Niners this week. And uh, that's for outright first place. If they win it, they're first place in uh, the NFC. If they lose, they're tied for first place with the Seattle Seahawks, whom they've already beaten once, so they would actually hold the tiebreaker. So, I mean, it's a game you want to win because you're playing against a really good team. But it's also, if you lose, you're still in the driver's seat and control your own destiny. One thing I know about the Saints is they play about 500,000 times better when they're at home than when they're on the road, especially when you're talking about the playoffs and the thought of having to playoffs. go into Green B. <laughs> you fucked me up. I call it Green, <laughs> Green B. Green B. <laughs> the Green the thought of having to go into Green Bay or the thought of having to go into San Francisco or the, or the thought of having to go up to Seattle. The Saints do not play well in any of those places if Keep it history in the dome. has shown us anything. So... Uh, really important game for them coming up, and uh, I like. I think they're peaking at the right time. Michael Thomas is set to is set to set the receiving yards, and, fucking destroy the record. receptions record this year, and he's done that with two quarterbacks, which is pretty phenomenal. Uh, all around, the team's looking pretty good, and it's not been the most exciting season for them. But I tell you what, 
this they're looking fucking good, man. It's funny when you say they're not the most exciting for any outsider looking in. It looks very exciting, but for a normal a Saints fan like you watching every single game, yeah, they maybe declined off a little on the deep ball and the the crazy plays they make and the, the abundance of touchdowns they score. But you just also haven't had those like Camara busting off eighty yard <laughs> yeah. runs or like yeah. seventy five yard receptions. And ever since coming back, Drew has really been fucking me in fantasy, mm-hmm. and it's it's not his fault. And fantasy is and everything, <laughs> it's... but it's. Very frustrating because I have faith in him. Jeff, do we want to talk quickly about fantasy football, or do you want to? Um, we can, I guess. Uh, the Versace Chad Kruger team, my team, uh, finished the season at zero and thirteen, punting my ass from the league. Uh, there's a little chatter to try to keep me in the league, to be honest. But I said, you know, no, fuck that. I'm zero and thirteen. I'm pathetic. I'm disgusting. I'm a vile creature of the underworld. <laughs> I am fucking. A putz. And uh, that was a pathetic display of fantasy football. I did learn a little bit. I think I would be better next year. I'd have to be better next year. It cannot get worse than that fucking affair of piss. But uh, I had a lot of fun playing with you guys. I learned a lot. The shit talk was fun. I know you guys kind of got a little nicer to me in the season because you realized how shitty I was. <laughs> it was kind of like, you know, being nice to the younger brother. But uh, yeah, appreciate you guys inviting me in. Half cock league. Uh, we set the rules before the season started. Um, if you come in last, well... Bye bye, see ya. You're toast. You, you have you a s- one year sabbatical, yeah. and, and then <laughs> yeah. you have a chance to get back in. That's the question. Will you come back after your one year off? I'm gonna practice in like 17 leagues next year. Not tell you guys fucking anything and get like two victories. And then we would we'll love see. that. Yeah. That would be dope. Yeah, if I'm invited back, uh, 2021, I'll be there. I'll be there. Sounds good, brother. If it makes you feel any better, my team was named Half Cocked Capitan, <laughs> and it I, was, missed, I missed the playoffs by uh, one game as well. So. I'd like to report that uh, the, <laughs> the Nate Peterman catalog is currently in third and uh, is engaging in playoffs next week. Who, Suck on that. <laughs> Who won the regular season? Was it Big Puss? Uh, no, it was the Shadow Commissioner. Oh, nasty name, of, of course. course. Yeah. That guy sits at home and crunches fantasy sports numbers like it's Captain Crunch. Oh, we hear all <laughs> about the numbers. Yeah. I love it. Shout out to Nasty Nate. Yeah. He's the, the Shadow Batman. Commissioner. Uh, the inaugural season, uh, regular season victor. Now would we'll like, see what happens in the playoffs. Would like to mention I beat him last week in a fantasy hockey, the half cock league, so I did get a victory over Nasty Nate. There you Thank go. Thank you very much. Uh, any, I mean, I know we skipped over a shit ton of games. I don't know if you Well, boys... we haven't really even talked about Sunday except for the skins. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I was watching that uh, Chiefs-Raiders game. The Raiders Why? are in trouble. <laughs> Oh, well, because I was with the Shadow Commission. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Okay. Plus, any chance to watch Mahomes and mm-hmm. Hill and Shady yeah. is always a good time. That's more of a dig. Yeah, no, I love watching the KC. They're amazing, too. Um, Oakland's offense looks really rough right now. Uh, any hope that they had of making the playoffs, I think, sort of faded with that loss. Especially because it looks like Tennessee is going to make a push here. You think Gruden's having any, any regrets of getting rid of fucking um, A.B.? I don't think he had a choice. Yeah, no, I. You're right. It wasn't. Oh, yeah, it wasn't really a choice. Eh? Gruden probably would have kept him. Yeah, there's talent there, but you can't be a complete asset. Didn't he call Mike Mayock a cracker? <laughs> I think yeah. he did. <laughs> yeah, you can't really come back from that, as Bill Peters has shown us. Although I'm not comparing <laughs> two events. <laughs> yeah, but Bill uh. Peters didn't call anybody the N word, and AB definitely called his general manager a cracker. That's very true. Yeah. That's a tough one to come back from. We all make mistakes. Um, right now. There's good people on both, <laughs> both sides. Do you guys bet right now he's in an NFL uniform next year? 
I really fucking hope so. But <laughs> yeah. I highly doubt it. You know I hate him, but fuck, he's fun to watch. I would probably put a futures bet on that. You would, hey? I think that if he has, like, time to cool off over the summer and maybe, like, gets a publicist to clean up his act or whatever. Yeah. Maybe get a haircut? No, I'll keep that hair. You like that fade? No. Oh. But you keep it. For show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For huh? show. For show. For show. Getting that for show. Oh, boy. You look good. I want to talk about uh, Cardinals defensive back Josh Shaw getting uh, suspended for betting on football. Jeff, do you know what the funniest part of this whole thing is? What's that? The fucking guy, when he went to like register with the sports book, it asks your profession, and he wrote professional football player. No, he didn't. I didn't catch this he part did. of the story. Actually, they talked about that on Spit and Chicklets as well. Oh my goodness, I must have missed that part. But if you're going to go gamble on NFL games... Don't tell them you're a professional football player. Why don't you put Walmart Greeter down? Exactly. When you say doorman at the Bellagio. <laughs> Man about town. Anything <laughs> but NFL professional football player. Any uh, in the world. But take us through that story. Ooh, Sorry, Whoa. that was a big mellow three. We're just watching Portland, the Clippers here, guys. Uh, Josh's team, the Trailblazers. Carmelo Anti looking hot, looking fiery. We'll get there later. I Sorry. promise. Yeah. We will update yeah i don't know i guess you probably know more of me about this i heard he's got suspended for the rest of the game uh he wasn't playing all year anyway he's on the ir i believe uh, well if got... you're not playing then like let the boys play if you're betting on your team to win too who the fuck's wrong with that yeah if you're betting on the lose <laughs> i see the problem here but also if you're not playing you you actually can't affect the game at all no. i guess the only argument is that you have insider information but like Inside the locker room, they don't know if they're going to win or lose. Oh. I mean, you always hope that you're going to win, but... I guess he could have bet on the lose and started roofing them, getting fucked up with them at night, you know? Get, yeah. Buying them hookers and such, and partying all night. Maybe, maybe that was his plan. I don't see that happening, but hey, could happen. Could happen. He's appealing the ban, because he got suspended for the rest of this season and all of next season, I think I read. It was all of next season? Yeah. Oh, shit, okay. Suspended through the 2020 season. Uh, in other NFL off-field related news former buffalo bill terrell Pryor stabbed in the chest gone to hospital and then was subsequently arrested in yes. hospital take us through that one power man well all of the evidence points to the fact that there was some sort of altercation at their residence uh in it's outside of pittsburgh i believe and uh when you say they who do you mean Terrell and uh, his live-in girlfriend. I don't know her name. I don't have the paperwork. We'll call her Teresa. Sure. Oh, yes, of course. Of course we will. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I guess they got into some sort of argument that may have turned physical. And uh, he got stabbed. Like it definitely stabbed turned him. physical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. story that I heard was that he punched her in the face, and then oh. she went and grabbed a knife and stabbed him. <laughs> Good. Good but for she, her. Was, she was also in the car with another person and him taking him to the hospital. So Ooh. she cleaned up her own dirty work. That's like, that's like a good movie. And for that, actually. you're the hero of the week, Teresa. <laughs> Shout out to our hero of the week, <laughs> Teresa Terrell Pryor's girlfriend. Wow. Yes, that's pretty wild. Uh, Interesting story. Yeah, thought that was a nice little tip. Is he in critical condition? Uh, no, I think he made no, it through surgery. Out of hospital I think he's now. Fine. Oh, he's all good. Yeah. Yeah. He's behind bars. Oh, he's locked up on that Acon shit, eh? Terrell Pryor is one of those guys that was a fucking great football player that apparently was just the biggest head case and worst teammate. Wow, that sounds a lot like AB. Yeah, because I remember he was a quarterback at Ohio State, and then he got suspended. And then he didn't get drafted, but then the Raiders took him in the supplemental draft. Of course they would. They took him as a quarterback. 
And then it was when they were in the midst of their shittiness. I think it was sort of during the Matt Leiner, Carson Palmer Raiders era. Uh, and then they converted him to wide receiver. And he wasn't bad. And then he went to the Skins, right, Jeffrey? And he played yeah, for the Skins and was really good. Skins for about three years. He played one good season. Then he got injured for basically a whole season. Then he kind of played like shit for a season. And I believe he got traded to the Jets after that. Yeah, went to the Jets. I don't know if he played a whole season there. He honestly. had some time with the Browns in there as oh, well. Oh, yes, he did for sure. Yeah. And, uh, and I know this year he had a few... had a cup of coffee with the Bills, Yeah, right? I think a couple games. Yeah, he had a few trouts beginning of the year. I don't think he didn't make the cut, I guess. And, uh, well, now he's laughing bitches getting stabbed for it. So, hey. What do you do? That wraps up Terrell Pryor. The, the old closed hand slap. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't think that's funny. The, no, of course not. Thank you. No, the joke was fucking hilarious. Um, I have to... Sunday Nighter? Make an announcement. No. Titty Boy, you were right. The Jaguars are not making the playoffs. The Jaguars are not going 10-6. and six. They've lost their eight game. I owe you $20 for golf. Woo! I'd like to point out that it was my incredulity... That made it so that Titty Boy wanted to bet you because you said they were going ten and six, and I said you were smoking some of Jeff's crack. Mm, the good stuff. Yeah, well, evidently, you can't be right on all of them. Asterix here. <clears throat> if Mister Minshew started and played every game this season, were we talking Josh winning this bet? No, we're talking maybe seven and nine. Oh, we think, eh? No, no, no. They definitely would have gone at least nine and seven, and it would have been a push. They what are you talking been... about? They like he lost three straight games before Nick Foles came back. They He's were back. like four and five or whatever when Nick Foles came oh, back. A little better than that. Okay, maybe I'm incorrect. Still could have happened. Yeah. I think they would have won sixteen. I know. Minshew magic, baby. Uh, I am really excited. Speaking of Minshew, he's back. He's the starter again. Looking forward to watching that. What do you do with Big Dick Nick's fucking 30 mil on the fucking sheet? Keep him on the fucking bench. For 30 mil? How do you do that? You just choke it down. (laughs) (laughs) We've had this exact conversation a couple weeks ago about what you do, and I think that this has kind of shed more light on it. Do you guys have a differing opinion now? If you're the Jaguars, are you trying to get rid of Nick, or are you trying to get rid of uh, Gardner? As you call him, Garrett. I'm trying to shake off that contract. Yeah. Try and send Nick anywhere. Well, if especially if Gardner looks in the what last three games, four games of the season, if he looks, you know, pretty fucking damn good, you got to try to trade Nick's Foles, I think. At the very least, he makes your team an exciting team to watch. But that's not what people are there for. In Jacksonville, maybe it is. They're you pretty win fucked. A game. Well, Nick Foles ain't doing that either, though. Well, exactly. I'm not. I'm not espousing the Nick Foles philosophy. I think I was the one to call him a fraud at the beginning of the season. I was just going to say, I think you were docking him before, and yeah, I was I totally, raising him, I, sucking him off. I totally thought he was going to do so much but better. But people don't, like, I don't I don't like this whole, at least they're a fun team. I'm not, that's not me quoting you. That's me quoting That's exactly what I just said, people. and you said it in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> at least they're a fun team. <laughs> Power man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but... Teams want to win the Super Bowl, and in a in a league where there is actually really good parity, and you can build a team well through drafting, free agency, and the salary cap is so tight, it's different than almost every other sport where you legitimately have a chance if you put together a good front office. The Jaguars seem to have a good front office. They seem to have a very bad coach, and they seem to have made a bad decision in signing Nick Foles. So if you get rid of Nick... Then you have Minshew, who has looked like a better quarterback than him. You're not going to have to pay him 
nearly as much. He's a draw for uh, the stands. People want to come see him play. Eight years younger. Yeah. Like, I, I just... I. I feel like you could build something around a guy like Minshew. Yeah, I, I guess I'm kind of just arguing against myself. But I, <laughs> do we also think that Gardner Minshew is somebody that's going to lead your team to the playoffs or lead you to 10 wins or 11 wins? Like, they play in one of the shittiest divisions in football and still weren't able to eke out a number of wins when he was playing. They're in that division with, uh, what, the Titans, Colts, and Texans? You got it. Yeah, I mean, it's not the best division but the texans are no slouch the titans are on a little run here like you were saying earlier uh i mean the colts are they're all right one one fine. reason why these teams are like seen as good or going on runs or this each and that is because yeah they played each other right yeah which is why the bills are nine and three right now it's like when i used to go and play hockey with my little brother's hockey team <laughs> uh i looked like Pretty good. There's a couple, in the couple stat kids sheet, that were eh? better than me, but I still look pretty fucking good. Yeah. And a, a correction here: the NFC East is the worst division in football. Let's get that fucking straight right now. Yeah, it by a landslide. The, no, the talent in the NFC East is higher than in the oh, AFC yes. South. Just having the Texans in the South makes it that much better. I think Texans are like I, I might be. I feel like sometimes I'm an old man yelling at a cloud, but I don't think the Texans are that good. I think when the cards are down, the Texans fold almost every time. I don't think even, I believe in them. Even that Colts game oh, really? last, last uh, Thursday night, they should have lost that game. The Colts outplayed them, and there was a couple bad plays and a missed field goal. I think that Deshaun Watson, they, they were talking about this on part of my take the other day, and I don't like stealing stuff that they talk about, but he either throws the ball way too fucking hard or way too fucking soft, and there's no in-between. It's like, I'm going to throw this 10-yard pass like a rocket or I'm going to duck and lob this 50-yard pass. There's no in-between. <laughs> I don't know. I don't believe in the Texans. I, I guarantee you they get bounced in the first round this year if they don't get a first-round bye. Ooh. And I can almost guarantee that Bill O'Brien is gone as soon as they lose that game. Even after taking out the Patriots on Sunday night. Uh, this is the worst Patriots team we've seen uh, since 2011. Ooh, they're, their worst team when they're 10-2? and two? Yeah, exactly. But once again, again, look at their division. The division. Yeah, that's right? fair. Yeah. And this is where I think Antonio Brown is being missed the most. Don't forget about the Raiders. Imagine yeah. what he could be doing if he had to just kept his act together and not been texting bitches threats. He would be still on the Patriots and potentially getting a ring this year. Imagine if Brady had someone to throw to other than Edelman. So Edelman's in double coverage all the time. Yeah, Sanu's looked like shit. Hey, after it's finally yeah. from Atlanta, what three games ago? Three weeks ago? Sanu Senior actually put some respect on his name. <laughs> he has a child. Oh, does he? Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. The weapons there are not looking as too too sexy as they used to. I guess like Josh just said, Edelman's obviously always there. Sanu's looking average at best. But Jeffrey, know. you brought up you brought up a good point. The NFC East being a pretty shitty division. <sighs> They're terrible. Did you catch the uh, Eagles losing to the Finns on Sunday? <laughs> 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 yes, our buddy Moth was very chirpy about that game. His Finns got a big dub. Hey, if there's Eagles. any Eagles fans listening right now, which I doubt there are, suck my dick. <laughs> Your team sucks. You didn't deserve a Super Bowl. Carson Wentz sucks. You blew it. Yeah. Can I also bring up the fact that they are like heavily injured right now and don't have a lot of their... Like... So? Every team gets yeah, injured. I don't like it's the injuries. NFL. Yeah. Uh, Jeff just I... said that a quarter of their salary cap isn't playing. They're not making... I guess he was making an excuse, but... Well, 
Yeah, excuse a fact. The Saints didn't have their starting quarterback <laughs> for half the season. Yeah, but you also still have the weapons like Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara and Jared Cook. Maybe cetera, the best cetera, backup in the NFL. So, that's fuck all. That's fuck all, Chief. In uh, any case, the Eagles look like shit right now. They do. Cowboys look like shit right now. Did you like uh, the Finns scoring on the Pat McAfee play? <laughs> that Was that what it was? Yeah. That two-man front? Yeah. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it was awesome to watch. If anybody hasn't seen it, just look up Dolphins trick play <laughs> red zone. Uh, that was one of the weirdest touchdowns I've ever seen in my life. It was no, a, hands down was. A punter shovel passing <laughs> it to a kicker for a touchdown. You don't cool. even see that shit in Madden. In Madden, if you tried to do that, even on rookie mode, the guy would get destroyed right yeah. away. <sighs> hey, we were in the gutter. You did some crazy shit. And it make those gambles and it paid off, I guess, didn't it? So And I guess getting back to the gutter, we saw the Cincinnati Bengals getting their first win of the season. Wow. Dubs up for the Bengals. Can we talk a little bit about this fucking roof guy? Please. Jesus fucking. I all hoped I've, you were bringing up man, roof guy. All I've heard is like, oh, there's this guy. He's living on the roof until they win a game. Fuck do, that do, guy. Do. His fucking roof life. He's living in a powered tent with a TV and a fucking hot plate and all this shit. I thought this guy was braving the elements. I thought he was, he was like taking one for the team. He's just getting away from his fucking family living on the roof. This guy sucks. <laughs> Doesn't give about his fucking hygiene, obviously. I don't like him already. Yeah, where's he shitting? Um, where's he showering? I'm pretty Doesn't sure have a job he, to go to? I'm pretty sure that he runs a bar, and he well, is sleeping dope. above the bar. And so he, like, goes down during the day and, like, runs the bar. Oh. And then he goes and sleeps I thought it was 24-7 on the roof, it implied. Well, no, like, he hasn't left the building, but he sleeps on the roof. Interesting. Although, I, I hear where you're coming from, Josh. I don't <laughs> I just think that you. you need to... But just because you would love to live on a roof in a tent doesn't mean that everybody else does. I don't want to fucking live on a roof. I'm just saying that... Hot plate or TV or not. It's false advertising. It's would not. You, would you tell you me that you're living on a roof. I don't expect to see you in the fucking chalet with all of your Bengals gear in your man cave on the fucking roof. Like, he just built himself a dope fort. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he really did. Actually, props to this guy. It's kind of dope. Josh is the guy that walks into a bathroom at someone's house. He's like, soap, hey? Must be nice to be rich. <laughs> <laughs> Two-ply, hey? Ballin! I did love the Thanksgiving special they had on the guy, though, where they like go in and his whole family is on the roof in the tent, and they're all eating turkey on the roof. This guy's kind of dope, Josh. Come on. If this was a Bills fan, you'd be like... Did you hear about this bull who <laughs> lives on the roof? He if, if he drives his bus every day, and he if it was a Bills fan, he wouldn't have lied about his situation. <laughs> he would have, he would have done it right. <laughs> he would have jumped through a fucking table off the roof. Exactly. Yes. He would have built his fort out of broken tables of the past. Speaking of which, what were our what were our stipulations of you jumping through a table on fire? I don't think fire was a part of it. I think it was. I keep throwing that in there, right? trying to get him to say yes to it. I, I think thought... there was nails and cockroaches yes. also. Casket match as well, falling. Yes, I believe, <laughs> I believe that was it. Mankind will be there. Yes, it's in the basement as well. All right, well, we'll see what my gambling get debts get to, and then we'll up Ooh. the ante when we... Uh... <laughs> we got to actually organize this shit. When is this happening? Well, well, I guess first round of playoffs? Well, we're doing something. We have to do it for the first round because that's as far as the Bills are getting. Suck my horn. (laughs) (laughs) Nice horn drop. That was pretty impressive. I should also say, on Sunday, one of the funnier moments was Josh and I very hungover in the back of Darcy's watching football. 
and I and Josh is looking a little like you know drowsy, and then I look down at my phone, and I look up at the screen, and then I just hear him go, Ugh! and he yells, and I'm like, Josh, what the fuck is wrong? He's like, oh, I just fell asleep, and I was like, do you always scream when you fall asleep? And he's like, my dreams are very haunting. <laughs> do you remember this dream, Power Man? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to touch quickly on the Ravens and Niners. Lamar Jackson continues his reign over the NFL, just looking like he's such a problem. He's such a problem against every defense in the league. He's unstoppable. The Niners, of course, of the I would say the probably best defense in the no, league this season. I think easy nastiest defense. And I don't think his numbers were ungodly, but he had a hundred rush yards and a touchdown, and a hundred pass yards and a touchdown, and that was enough to get them the dub. Uh, off the leg of Justin Tucker. Do you think that the Niners' secondary is better than anyone else's? Is is the best? I mean, like, are they the best? Or yeah, because uh, they're they're pretty good. Yeah. I think their run defense though, and their yes. pass rush is what makes them really good. Totally. There's a couple teams that have a better secondary, but right? Yeah, not but I guess many. overall, yeah, they are suffocating. I think overall they're the best defense. Yeah, combined sure. in the NFL. I want to read you a Facebook post that I read, and I won't name who it's from. It's not somebody you guys know, but oh. it really, really drove home why I hate the Seahawks, the Seahawks fans, just mostly everything about it. But, okay, I'll read it to you. And I will try to read it as straight as I can without getting angry. There's not much punctuation, so no, it's a good thing I'm not those. reading it. Actually, no, actually, it'd be more funny if you read it having never read it before. <laughs> I love when Power Man reads things like this. What kind of voice would you like? Your own voice. No, Chinese Don Cherry. <laughs> not Chinese Don Cherry. We're not trying to get me tooed. I don't get the narrative that Jackson will win MVP due to how many rushing yards he'll have. If Wilson had as many rushing attempts as Jackson, he'd have around the same amount of yards rushing as Jackson. Jackson averages under two yards more per rushing attempt than Wilson. Jackson has had 140 rush attempts for 6.98 yards per, and Wilson 57 rush attempts for 5.11 per. Under two yards more per rushing attempt is nothing. It'd be different if it was like 10 yards more per attempt. Okay, so first of all... No, 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 no. First of all, that was written by a deaf person. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking guarantee it. A two-yard average rush difference is massive. It's fucking huge. If you have a guy that averages three yards and a guy that averages five yards, that's the difference between a pro bowler and somebody that's like a backup running back. You just hit the fucking nail on that. I cannot agree with you more. Averaging five yards a rush. So if you're averaging seven yards a rush, that's nasty. I didn't even even actually take into account any of the things I just read. (laughs) Two yards on five yards, 40% more fucking yards, dum-dum. Whoever, oh fuck, that pisses me off too. And That's the fact ridiculous. that Jackson has 140 rush attempts versus 57 for Wilson just makes him look so much better in my eyes. He's more of a runner. He's more adaptable. Yeah. He can do he can do whatever. It's fucked. Why do you not go with your strengths? 
Exactly. That's fucking ridiculous. A lot of people say, oh, he's not even that good of a quarterback. He's more of a runner. <laughs> he's a he's, he's a, yes, he's a runner for sure. He's also a great quarterback. He's going like, to finish with the highest passer rating this yeah. year. Or like, quarterback rating. Like I just said, I why would confused. you not go with your strengths? That's the fucking stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, use what you can in whatever situation. And sure, like, Wilson is a good scrambler for sure. Russell Williams fucking Russell Williams. <laughs> Russell Wilson's fucking amazing. He's gonna be the second in the MVP vote this year, but Lamar Jackson's number one. Yeah. Who's number three? Michael uh Probably Mike Thomas. Thomas, I'd say. that's what I was gonna say Michael Collins, but or, that's an sorry, astronaut. McCaffrey. McCaffrey three, Mike Thomas four, I'd say. Jeffy? Yeah, I was saying Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. We missed a few games. Just numbers wise, Mahomes is so fucking filthy and fun to watch. But yeah, Michael Thomas probably. Probably Michael Thomas, number three, I'd have to say. It's pretty rare that a receiver gets that. It's no wide a, receiver has ever won league MVP. Never, hey? No. Have oh, they okay. gotten votes? Yes. Uh, Randy Rice. Moss and Jerry Rice both finished second in MVP voting. Right. And uh, I think Randy Moss did it a couple times. But, yeah, no wide receiver has ever done it. It's actually incredibly rare for a wide receiver to go first overall. I think the last time that happened was Crabtree? Did Crabtree go first overall? I couldn't even tell you, brother. That's a tough one. Yeah, it doesn't happen a lot. Uh, that post pissed me off. I just wanted to let you read that and see what your uh, thoughts were there. I'm, I'm glad that that guy is not on my Facebook feed. You should add him, though. He'll definitely accept you. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's I yeah he's a lot to deal with on Facebook. Uh, that does it for me in my football roundup. Anything else from you, boys? Uh, I'm pretty good. Steelers won the second game against the Browns. Uh so there's that. And I've completely shifted from Team Brown to Team Steelers. The Browns are just a bunch of fucking prima donna babies now. I'm sick of them. I had such high hopes for them this season. And uh, as did, I'm sure, everybody. It's not looking good. Yeah, shittiest coach in the league. Miles Jarrett's <laughs> trying to kill people. Jeff, uh, his name is Miles Garrett. Oh, did I say Jared again? You say Jared every time. I know I do, don't I? <laughs> uh, Titty Boy texted me and said, Oh, me, he messaged me too. Sent me timestamps of you saying Miles oh, Jarrett. Fuck. <laughs> Wish I had that much time in my life like Titty Boy to fucking record everything I say. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think I think of the famous wrestler Double J Jeff Jarrett all the time, and uh, I get confused with his. Uh, Opposite body style, skin color, uh, age, and everything about him. Blonde hair, black hair. Yeah, everything about him, but uh, very similar in the names. That must be what it is. We can call him Miles Jarrett, though, if you want to, if it helps straighten out the noodles <laughs> in your brain. <laughs> That's Double J, Jeff Jarrett, defensive end, Cleveland Browns. You can never unboil the pasta, Cole. <sighs> um, on Family Guy, is <laughs> is Cleveland's name Cleveland Brown? Yes. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've never seen a whole episode, actually. I used to watch the piss out of that show. When I was a kid. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say, watch the piss out of something. I really like that. Not uh, even in piss porn. No, that's yeah. some, well, seeing some weird shit. Anyways, um, Monday night. Monday night was a bit of a barn burner, I thought. Seattle Seahawks, Minnesota Vikings. Really hoping for the Vikes to pull that out, but... Uh, I wasn't. I had fucking Seattle minus one and a half, baby. Well, I needed Dalvin Cook to score me a bunch of points. <laughs> and, and he, he got, did, and then he got hurt. <laughs> and he got injured, my friend. He Is he toast? He's uh, good to go. Yeah, he has a shoulder injury in the game, but it, uh, he's, it looks like he's still playing. And I need him. Yes. A little touchdown, a little yard action there for the Yeah, Russell Wilson looked pretty damn good. DK Metcalf played decent. 
Uh, Chris Carson probably carried the load, I would say. Any fumbles? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I missed the first quarter. Wasn't his first throw a uh, pick six? Oh, I, I, I didn't watch the game. Oh. I, yeah, I was working. I missed the first quarter. I got home late, too. So. Oh, shit. Well, the first throw I saw, the first pass I saw Wilson make was a pick six, which was fucking awesome. I, and he fucking tried to bat the ball back over the line, did he yeah. not? Yeah, that was pretty cool looking play, actually. That was moments after I bet the fucking Seahawks minus one and a half, too. Uh, yeah. But hey, they came out victorious. Kirk Cousins looked pretty good, actually. They almost made a comeback at the end. Another onside kick. Um, yeah, great game. Uh, like Seattle. Uh, was rocking. The stadium was going crazy. It was a good game. Um, Vikings look good. Um, should be a threat in the playoffs if and when they make it. Thielen is filthy, hey? He's a nasty man. Does he lead the league in one-handed catches? Uh, I think he does. Was that Ru- Who's your uh, tight end? Rudolph? Yeah. He made some fucking sick catches, too. That's a very uh, underrated tight end, I would say. He really impressed me. Well, he's just hit or miss. Like he is has, he? Yeah, he has a couple big games, games, and then he has shitty games. So, yeah, I'm not... I'm not writing home about fucking Rudolph. <laughs> Kevin Rudolph. Good tunes, though. Rudolph. Yeah, Kevin Rudolph, shout out. Let it rock. Let it rock. <clears throat> Remember that fucking NBA halftime performance he had a few years ago? Yeah, it was tragic. Probably the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. He I was... don't know. For those of you who, who were not into pop music uh, in the mid to late 2000s, Kevin Rudolph was a pop singer. Was it pop? That was signed to Lil Wayne's Young Money label. And so he had tracks with Birdman, Wayne, Manny Fresh. Yes, not Manny Fresh. (laughs) With a couple different rap acts and uh, had a fire album and then didn't follow it up with anything and has now faded into obscurity. But now he plays tight end for the Minnesota Vikings. Exactly. Grew six feet. Did he find Jesus or find meth? Sometimes it's the same thing. Call him A, call him B. Yeah, they're both not real, so it makes sense. Meth is definitely real. I think meth is very real. If you believe it's real. It's real. (laughs) Just like God. Another joke. (laughs) That wraps up NFL for the week. Uh, What do we think? Thank you, Pastor Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We probably don't need to do power rankings, but uh, you got any big games on the horizon this week? Saints Niners, America's game of the week. Why the fuck's at 10 a.m. for? I don't. No this idea. is a five o'clock fucking night game. I want to relax and get into it and put some money down. Well, I guess we can do, do it all at 10 a.m. Yeah. I guess we can do it at 10 a.m. too. But you know what I mean. We're up every Sunday. Yeah, that's true. Except for the ones where you sleep through them because you got home at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Been there. We're going to put in a shift on Sunday? Fucking rights, baby. Let's I'm do down, it. baby boys. I'm down. Okay, let's We've do only it. got four more weeks left in the season. Yeah, let's do it. Let's set the over-under on Pines. To a combined Pines total. Well, we'll set what the over-under is for me and Josh, and then sprinkle three on there for you. I can do eight to ten. I'm, I'm down for all that. Okay. Let's yeah, I'll probably drink like two beers. Huh? I don't really drink a lot when I'm at the bar. <laughs> is he lying to us for all of a sudden? I don't know. This is boring, though. Let's move it on. I know we've we went a little long on football there, but let's run into some basketball for a second. Josh, your boy, mellow, mellow hype, Carmelo Anthony, your stepdad, <laughs> the beast in the West. Don't think too much; just okay. it's your stepdad, okay? Dope, yeah, okay. I'm into that. Carmelo okay. wins uh, Western Conference Player of the Week for the first time in 14 years. Let's go, baby! I think, yeah, I think it was. That, I think that's the stat I read. Is that even possible? Go when with, did they go get with it. Go with Either it. Go way. with it. Go with it. That's pretty nuts. That's crazy. Yeah. He averaged Everyone like... said he should never play again. 
Carmelo's back. Brings him to tears. That's uh, my power forward. I think He's he averaged back. like 22, 5, and 5 over the span. That's pretty awesome. I barely even know what those numbers mean. Okay. Well, <clears> you're really illegitimizing our podcast and the points we're trying to make by saying that. 22 but stabbings, like, 10 murders, uh, 19 attempted murders. I would like to illegitimize the player of the week award, though, because during that time... During that time span, James Harden averaged 47 points per game. Uh, Luka Doncic averaged a triple-double as well. Yeah. So, congrats. Is it just because they were surprised? Yes. Yeah. There's, if there was a most improved player of the week, he should have won that <laughs> award. It should be an elder category in the those, NBA, maybe. Those are the awards I always won when I was in childhood sports. Hardest working. Yep. <laughs> Best teammate. Most oranges cut at halftime. <laughs> most oranges eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you wanted to mention your streaking Toronto Raptors. I was I wanted to mention my streaking Toronto Raptors, a seven game win streak. Uh that's seven and one now. They lost about an hour ago. Um to Jimmy Buckets and the Miami Heat, a who triple, are also a very good team. A triple double machine. Um Kyle Lowry's first game back and they lose. Wee wee. Um never a big Kyle Lowry fan to be honest. Fred Van Fleet's playing amazing. Um, Lowry's back. They lose. Well, spell Cake it Cake and you. point. What happens when Lowry back? Um, yeah. Raps looking good, though. Little bleep in the fucking, uh, in the league here. But, uh, second in the East behind your Boston Celtics. Let's go, baby. Boston's playing well. I'll leave it at that. I don't want to jinx it. I got on We Can't Dunk and talked way too much about the Celtics, and then they lost two straight games. So <laughs> I'm going to not wax poetically about them anymore. That's why I try to never talk shit. There you go. I Usually my talking shit works out for me, but obviously True. lately it hasn't been. Uh, should we kick it over to the NHL? There's been some big rumblings. Let's this take past it to week. the ice. Ooh. The Iceman, Josh Powers. Take it away. <clears throat> Nice As we You've been all... doing a podcast for an hour and you need to clear your throat? Let me clear my throat. <laughs> Thank you. That was a great transition. Well, cheers to that. Uh, yeah, so as everybody predicted, Bill Peters is no longer coaching the Calgary Flames. You can't use racial slurs in the NHL? You well, can't kick you people in the back of the head in the NHL? Oh, really? I mean, you shouldn't do any of these things oh. at all in life. That's, that's very fair. But, uh, yeah, he... "Quote unquote resigned," but uh, I'm He's sure toast. that was a a kind of mutual decision. Anyway, see a bill. Fuck off. Do you think he gets <laughs> another job? Nope, he's done forever. Not Never in the NHL. NHL. I could see him maybe coaching like an ECHL team or maybe down even in the A. Oh, he's going to Gasland and Russia to hang out. Oh, actually, yeah, he could go to Europe. Oh, yeah, they're racist as fuck over there. Hang out with his buddy Mark Crawford. Yeah. Who the is crow. also on the hot seat now the... because Sean Avery decided to pop up and say that he took exception to something that Crawford did to him. What was many it? He kicked ago. him or something? Yeah, he like kicked him in the in the butt. Or Fuck, something. I would kick Sean Avery in the ass every fucking day. No if shit. I was and look at the, oh, I thought look he at, fingered him. <laughs> no? Just with his boot. Ooh, uh, but, I mean, look at the kind of player that Sean was and like the and the kind of guy that he is. A shitbag. This, this is clearly him just popping up and trying to be relevant in this situation. Hey, I'm still because, here. Because, I mean, like, I like Sean Avery, actually. Like, Me too. Following him on social media is one of the most fun things ever. He's the bike lane police. He's great. But, I mean... Not even a month ago, Soaps was on Chicklets talking about 
talking far more in depth about the things that Crawford did to him while he was playing for him. And they've had several players on that have talked about Crawford. And you think that, uh, that the Hawks weren't aware of all of these things when they vetted him for the job that he has right now. It's, yeah, I don't know. Everything you say is correct, but Patrick O'Sullivan did come out today too and say he was the most verbally abusive piece of shit he's yeah. ever coached in the NHL too. So. But pe- people have been saying this for decades. I agree with you, yes. It's just now it now that it's in the spotlight all of a sudden yeah. it's a big deal. And hockey's having its Me Too movement. It's their time. Yeah, yeah. and well, now people are talking about the Sutters. Like, basically, most of the... Not most of. A great deal of the successful coaches from the past are being fucked with right now. Which is fair, I suppose. I thought it was really cool listening to Chelios talk about uh, how he had Bowman and then moved to Babcock. And saying how... Bowman was an asshole to him and motivated him, but he never did it in a way that degraded him as a man, and he yeah. never did it in a way that put him at odds with his teammate. Mm-hmm. Teammate, sorry, which was the exact opposite of what Mike Babcock did. It sounds like everything that Babcock was about was proving that he was the boss yeah. and that nobody can tell him what to do. What and, did you, Johan Franzen came out today and said he's the, oh my god. What did he say? He's the worst person in the history of this planet. Yeah, he said he's the worst man he's ever met. Yeah, that Johan Franzen. Story. The story is really, really tough to hear. It's heartbreaking, man. Fuck. That's an action. For those of you that aren't aware, basically what happened is uh, on the Spit and Chickets podcast, uh, Chris Chelios. Greatest podcast in the world. Chris, or number two. Chris Chelios came out and said that he had heard Mike Babcock essentially berate Johan Franzen in front of the team multiple times to the point that Franzen was essentially having anxiety attacks. And Franzen came out and talked about it and how it was difficult every single day for him to get out of bed. He was scared to go to the rink. He didn't want to be around the team. He didn't want to play Fuck. hockey. And this is also a guy that was his head coach for 10 years or so. Like, this wasn't a short span. Uh, and Franzen was a guy that was very streaky, but he was still a good player. He put up a lot of points and he scored a lot of big goals a for fucking the big, strong, mean, intimidating man too. Not a guy that's going to sit back and he thing might be scared of certain things he's sit his ass in front of the net and take fucking hundred mile or slap shots in the fucking guts get hacked by the biggest defenders in the nhl is not no i don't want to say shy guy you know could maybe take a beating he's one of the baddest men in the nhl to play and he was beaten and treated like that and come out with emotions like that it's just it makes you fucking sick I don't absolutely know. and like <clears throat> i think a lot of his uh not just from the Babcock things, but his anxiety and depression also stems a little bit from the concussions that he suffered. For sure. But, like, it obviously doesn't help when you're getting just shit on by the guy who's supposed to be your leader. Yeah, I don't... And then nobody in your room sticking up for you. Like, that... That part made me fucking sick, honestly. It's sad. It was sad. I don't know. Obviously, I don't don't know Mike Babcock, never will meet the guy, but every, everything, when everything you hear about the guy is a piece of shit, well, you want to call the guy a piece of shit. There's yeah, very I... few positive things you heard about the guy. I hope he doesn't get another job coaching. Like yeah. I just I I have no time for that. And I've never been a big fan of him, especially when he was hired in Toronto. I'm like, fuck, like he's not gonna be gifted with the roster that he was gifted in Detroit. And he was gifted a pretty, pretty fucking good pretty roster in Toronto bunch of cats. and did nothing with it. I hope that he uh like what a lot of people have said, this is your chickens coming home to roost. You're getting what you deserve from the way you've treated people. So I mean he's 
sitting at home crying, wiping his face with $100 bills, but still. It's yeah, like, exactly. And he's still him. making the Hall of Fame. Apparently he's out on a hunting trip right now for the next two weeks. And uh, yeah, hope some friendly fire catches him. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, did he um, go hunting with Dick Cheney? Or? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Might catch a body. Yeah, in the grave. Um, yeah, no time for people like that. Disgust me, honestly. We did have one other coach who uh, was on the hot seat, but I, I didn't hear much rumbling of uh, possibly his job being at risk. But John Hines, the head coach of the New Jersey Devils, was let go today. And I don't know if you got to see the press conference that Ray Shiro let had. Let go? He, well, he was, he was relieved of his duties. Well, he was shit-canned. But Ray Shiro was not happy about firing john hines really yeah and he basically he put it on the players he said this is not your coach's fault this is your fault wow. you are not coachable and you were not able to make five foot passes and a man lost his job because of it and it was quite that's fucking awesome it, it was quite a cool thing to see wow. uh, a general manager do that and you wonder how much of that is a message to the new players on the team a message to the players that are not going to be here at the end of the year or one- next year you wonder Taylor why Taylor Hall. Hall wants out. Well, Taylor Hall is a huge part of the problem there. He's not. He's got four goals, and he's not causing any solutions. Yeah, he's on my fantasy hockey team. I'm getting fucked here. But they've got those new guys, right? Like, they've got Nikita Gusev and P.K. Subban and, yeah, Nico Hughes, Hughes. And Hughes. So, I mean, hopefully a fresh face here will uh, help turn the ship around. Uh, that's a team that a lot of people had high hopes for at the start of this season. I actually liked John Hines. Like I thought he was a pretty good coach, but numbers don't lie, right? They're they're sitting in the basement of the East, and yeah, brother. They're not going to make the playoffs. Even now, it'd be very difficult for them to go on a big run. They have the pieces to do it, but they just don't look like they're playing like a team at all. What's going on with their goaltending right now? I, heard, I saw Corey Schneider was put on waivers. Um, who's their starter in net right now? Schneider was put on waivers. Yeah, he's toast. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know they have uh, Keith Kincaid. Okay, well, there you and go. And Mackenzie Blackwood. Uh, Blackwood's actually not bad. He's a young guy, right? Is Kincaid still with them? Or did I he thought go he went else? to Carolina. Yeah, he did. You're right. So it's Mackenzie Blackwood. But Corey Schneider has had those those three major hip surgeries yeah. which uh, before the age of 30, which essentially have rendered him immobile. Uh, he's lucky to still be in the league, to be yeah. fair. Uh, speaking of goalies and unfortunate news... Uh, condolences go out to Mark Andre Fleury. Uh, he just lost his father this week, so he hasn't been playing. Uh, obviously don't know the guy, but you hate to see it. Hate to see it. 60, hate to see it. Sixty-three years old. Yeah, uh, man, still. I'm sorry, this isn't hockey related, but it just happened. Uh, the XFL just released all of their jerseys for next season. Wow. Do they look like shit? Because their logos looked fucked. Uh, what the man do? Emerald City. Green XFL Dragons. That's the shittiest they've ever fucking heard. That's not their name. They're called the Seattle Dragons. Oh, fuck. Um, but their nickname is Emerald City. Their jerseys look dope. They look like Miami Hurricanes jerseys. Ooh, that's filthy. And they've got a a blue and green and orange, a green and blue and orange, an orange and blue and green. It's looking nice. I hate the sound of that. <laughs> Uh, P- Power Man, are you going to be following the XFL on bated breath next season? I kind of want to. I mean, is do they play concurrent with the NFL? I don't know when the schedule is. Because no, if they're, they're offset, that, that would be a They are offset. Idea. Yeah. Vince McMahon knows what's going on here. Okay, cool. so yeah, if we get some off-season fucking football, then hell yeah, I'm watching the Better XFL. Better than the CFL, boys. Fucking rights. 
Cheers to the XFL. I'll drink to that. XFL. Oh, the season starts on February 8th, which is <laughs> just after basically the, Super Bowl. the week, week after, after the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Fucking yeah. right. So let's go. This is going on. We got football all year round, babies. Woo-hoo. Let's put some money Maybe on Maybe we'll see lines. AB after all. Oh, they can't afford his ass. I think I'm right now announcing myself as a Tampa Bay Vipers fan. What's the Washington team name? The DC Defenders. Ooh, that's shit. What else we got? Oh, uh, we got the Let's Dallas just... Renegades, cool. the DC Defenders, the Houston Roughnecks. I like that. The Los Angeles Wildcats. Yeah, because we need another shitty team in LA. Ooh. <laughs> the New York Guardians. <laughs> that's terrible. The St. Louis Battlehawks, which, good for them. They'll probably be able to play in the old Rams arena. They're going to mm. have a. That sounds like a Conan album. No, that's sick. Gonna... <laughs> uh, the Seattle Dragons and the Tampa Bay Vipers. You're a Vipers guy off the bat, eh? I think I'm a Vipers guy. Wow, I kind of hate all of those, so I'm going to go Roughnecks. I'm Ooh. bleeding Viper green. <laughs> I'm sticking with DC. Wait, is the, are the Vipers green as well? Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you don't mess with the Vipers. <laughs> XFL is here. Vince McMahon swinging his big fat dick around. Um, Jeffrey, oh, shit. We can go down to a game in Seattle. I'm sure tickets aren't going to be that bad. Oh, yeah, we can. Well, knowing Vince McMahon, they're going to be fucking expensive as <laughs> shit. And he's going to drive the league into the ground again. Uh, One yeah. of the coolest things oh, yeah. with the XFL before was how they had no kickoffs. They had the, uh, do you remember? It was the ball. Best part of the what game. What was it called? The ball rush or something? Was, they, they placed the ball at midfield, yeah. I believe, in the two. Like dodgeball? Yeah, almost. Yeah, so they put the ball at midfield, and then too the fast. guys would line up at the 35-yard line, and they would sprint towards the ball. But... They had to stop doing it halfway through the season because something like nine people had gotten concussions from yes. it. <laughs> the first time they ever did it, the opposite player that lost the fucking ball or the coin flip, I guess you could say, uh, was gone from the game and uh, never played the rest of the season. So uh, I can't wait. Great idea on paper. Terrible idea when it comes down to it. We got to look up the rule set and see what's going on. There here. are none <laughs> at all. No rules. Nope. Sick. Prison rules, baby. Knives, yard. grenades, bricks, and you do anything you want to do. I'm in. Yes, it'd be good. Jeff. Uh, definitely no drug testing in this league either. Jeff, it is uh, time for Jeff's MMA corner. Do, 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 do. Suck my horn. Boys. <laughs> Boys. Boys. That was such a good theme song. <laughs> Suck my horn. We're going to have a good drop of that. That'll be the new transition. Boys, boys, boys. The Dawn. The Mystic Mac. The Goat. The greatest striker ever to grace the octagon. Donald Cowboy Cerrone. (laughs) We'll face Conor McGregor. 170-pound bout January 18th. UFC 246. Boys, what are we, fucking six, eight weeks away from the return of the Mystic Mac? Conor McGregor. And not to put down Donald Cowboy Cerrone, probably my second favorite fighter in the UFC. We have an absolute barn burner, a pay-per-view bonanza, some might even say. Conor McGregor, Cowboy Cerrone, a fight for the ages. Cole Baines, what's your first impression of the fight? This is a good fight for both of the guys. Cowboy is going to get paid. Connor's going to get a tune-up fight. I think that uh, Connor knocks him out in the second round. And if he doesn't, then he might not be in the UFC for much longer. Um, Cole, we basically disagree on absolutely everything. 
Um, you took the words of my mouth. I agree with everything you just said. I could not fucking have said that any better. That's exactly what I think is going to happen as well. I think Connor, a bit of a feeling out first round, and Connor McGregor's going to catch him with a KO or a TKO uh, the second round. Cowboy's a little on a decline, I guess you could say. Still a fucking fantastic striker, a Muay Thai wrecking machine. Has much better submission skills than uh, Conor McGregor. Um, I believe they pick Cowboy Stroni because it's going to be a stand-up fight. An exciting fight for the fans. Uh, Dana White wants to see Conor McGregor um, knock out anyone, really, for you know, for the buck, for the bottom dollar. It's good for the brand. It's good for the brand. Cowboy knows that. He's not a dum-dum. Cowboy's going to make his biggest paycheck and probably times 10 he's ever made in his life. Um, Cowboy's only got a few fight lasts as well, so hope Cowboy makes a few million dollars. Conor will probably make 10 to 15. Um, I hope Conor McGregor finishes the fight in the second round, TKO, then calls out Jorge fucking game-bred Masvidal. That's my ideal situation, so I'm pretty pumped up, boys. It's a huge fight. Be the biggest fight of the year for sure. Um, let's go, Conor. If Cowboy won, who gives a fuck? He's the man, too. Um, another fight at 155 pounds was finally announced, actually, as well. It's not till April. Uh, it's the most two talented guys and 155 pounds ever graced the octagon. Uh, Tony Ferguson versus Khabib Nurmagomedov is finally announced. Woo! It's finally happening. This is, I believe, it's the fifth time there's been injuries, there's been suspensions, another injury, a torn ACL. Well, that's an injury. I should probably shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, big fight going down. The two greatest 155ers ever to fucking step in the octagon will finally square off. April 7th, I believe, in uh, Brooklyn. It's finally going down. My dick's fucking hard for this one. <laughs> I'm pumped up for the boys. Um, we'll be watching together. Let's watch together, team. Oh, uh, yeah. Power Man, we're going to get right into this casino again. You're going to be front row again. Fucking rights, baby. We're going to gamble. We're going to crush some beers. We're going to put some money on Tony Ferguson. We're all going to walk out happy. Tony Ferguson takes the belt. Uh, you think fifth... he's going to beat Khabib? Tony Ferguson gonna... takes the motherfucking belt. That's fucking it, baby. Let's go, baby. Tony Ferguson, uh, either a, a decision or a late round submission. Uh, the Tony, people's champ. Uh, it's a five round fight. Tony Ferguson can fight ten fucking rounds if he wanted to. Best conditioning in the league ever. Khabib is only knock. He gets a little tired in the fourth, fifth round. Khabib's fucking unreal. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking Khabib. Uh, he's probably the best wrestler, most dominated wrestler ever to step foot in the octagon. He's a fucking machine. No one has stopped him. He's 26 and no. No one stopped him so far. I think the man to do so is Tony Ferguson. Um, I got a fourth round submission. Tony Ferguson busted the fuck up, blood everywhere, catches him in a triangle, taps out Khabib. Tony Ferguson is your new lightweight champion of the world. You heard it here first. This has been Jeff's Gambling Corner. The MMA Minute. Well, boys, it's been a uh, it's been a long week for me, and I appreciate your love and support. I'm proud of you. Sorry for being a grumpy prick head the whole time, but... I'm it's trying. Like, I'm every week this guy. It's all good. <laughs> You're always really nice to me. I don't know where you talk about being a grumpy asshole. Sometimes you just don't return my text, but I usually just think you're sleeping. That's strong possibility. <laughs> uh, Jeff, anything new, exciting, or fun going on this week that you want to talk about or plug? Honestly, I want to plug something here, but I'm uh, I'm looking forward to the fucking shit-ass snooze game of the week, the Cowboys and the Bears. I'm an NFL addict. I'm also a gambling addict, I think, now, too. So, uh, yeah, game Thursday night. Uh, a couple buds are coming over. You guys are more than welcome to obviously come. little money line, a couple beers. We'll uh, watch the Bears take out Dallas. 
27 20. What Mich- rogues gallery of gentlemen are you having over at your house on Thursday? A big bad McGrath. A big man, a big tall, lanky fuck goes the name of Pussy. Big Jess. And uh, whoever else wants to join, five o'clock, come over, have a few pints, watch some football, put a little action on the boys, and we'll see what happens. <coughs> Sorry. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> One night only at the Tacoma Dome. We'll sell you the whole Grave digger. <laughs> we'll sell you the whole seat. We only use the edge. <laughs> uh, Power Man, anything new, exciting, fun, or nerve-wracking that you need to plug? Yes. Oh. Uh, last Friday, November 29th, Gnosis dropped our second EP, Neural Disintegration. It's fucking awesome. I'm super stoked on how it came out. The mix is great. Uh, people seem to be liking it. I might put a little snippet on the end of this app. You will, that. please, for me. Well, we'll see. Okay. If you're a good boy. Where can people uh, check you out? Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, fucking Bandcamp, wherever you get your music on the internet, you can find it. Can you spell that for the people so they can download properly? Yes. The band is called Gnosis. G-N-O-S-I-S. That EP is called Neural Disintegration, and you'll be able to You got it. You'll be able to figure it out. N-E-U-R-A-L space D-I-S-E-N-T. D-I-S-I. Oh, fuck. Nice try, though. I'm out. I tried to go too quickly. Anyway, it looks uh, it's it's fucking it's man. No, in all seriousness, I'm congratulations, man. Yeah. That's pretty dope to put together not one but two EPs. Mm-hmm. You guys exciting. check Paramount on Spotify, banging in your ear holes. It makes you want to fucking smash someone's teeth, and I tell you that much right now. It's like New Limp Biscuit. Oh, <laughs> you did it all for the Whitney. What the Whitney? <laughs> what the Whitney? What? Thanks for listening, guys. Much appreciated. Episode 26. Tune in or tune the fuck out. Well, they've already tuned in. Uh, Have a (laughs) great... Thanks for making me look like a dick. (laughs) Have a great fucking weekend, everybody. Peace out, babies. Bye, guys. And chew me on some hot nigga. Like I talk to Shai, see when I shot niggas. Like you seen him twirl, then he drops, nigga. And we keep the mind millies on my block, nigga. And Monte keep it on him, he done drop niggas And he be wildin', he some hot nigga Tones known to get busy with them clocks, nigga Try to run down and you could catch a shot, nigga Running through these checks till I pass out This shorty give me neck till I pass out I swear to God, all I do is cash out And if you ain't a hoe, get up on my trap house I've been selling cracks like the